0: Yavamos Yud Gimel Mishnah Base thirteen two. We continue on the topic of Mion and that tragic scenario where we have a girl is left as an orphan, as a young girl, um yeah, without a husband, without a father, and without um the protections that she would need. And therefore, um we're gonna talk about at what point she's considered to be, you know, married that would need mion. Now when we say the Mishnah says katana," <laughs> who is the girl Shatrichalemaen, who's required to do Mion, what we mean is that if we don't meet certain basic criteria regarding this rabbinic marriage, then she's not even married at all. She just does nothing. She can just run away, and there's no need even for the formality of, of formally rejecting him with in front of those two people to establish a rejection. So, Misha says, katana Who is that girl who needs to do me before she can marry somebody else? Anybody who was married off by her mother, or, by her brother, this above is an or, and like the Ramam says, or other, like her uncle and so on, other relatives, and according to many, even the the Ramah brings as a, as a Yeshomram herself, she can do it, but leave that aside. Ladata, with her knowledge and consent, meaning that when her mother married Ravstah's man, she both, A, understood what was happening, that requires a level of intelligence and sophistication and, and being grown up, and B, that she is agreeable to it. She consents which it. She says, yes, I want to end up being this man's wife. Without that, if they married her off, and either she didn't know what was happening, didn't understand it, didn't agree to it, so then, and then they're not married at all. If she doesn't agree, then there's no marriage, and therefore she just can run away. Or meaning, if someone else gives her Kadusha and she accepts them, so then that's acceptable. She doesn't need to sort of end this first relationship before she can begin a second one because the second relationship had was not binding on her at all. Rabbi Khanina ben Antigonus, <laughs> Omer, call Tinokes any child, says Rabbi Chanina ben Antigonus, <laughs> who isn't, um, you know, mature enough to keep her Kedushan, Then like, she's going to get something of value, right, for a cast of Kedushan, like, I'll call it the ring. So, um, if she doesn't know how to keep that ring as something special, meaning distinct from just, you know, if he gives her like some, you know, a lollipop, because I'll talk about like an egos or a teina, But the point is, you know, he gives her, a, if the ring is the ring, this is like the symbol of her marriage, she understands the significance of it. And if she's not old enough to be responsible to keep that and keep it safe, so then, then she's not old enough to be married in the first place. And therefore, when she decides to marry somebody else, she can marry him directly and no need for a mi'un prior to doing that new marriage because the first marriage isn't a marriage. She's just stuck with this guy. Now, that is brought la halacha also. Um also. And the basically did then comes out like this. A girl less than six years old, forget about it. She's a child. She's certainly not able to understand how to keep things and understand the consequences of keeping them. And therefore, there's no way to do this for a girl less than, from six or under. Under six. From six to ten, so... Now, it's a question. There is such a thing as a girl who's responsible and mature enough to understand what's happening. And if this girl is such a girl, you, then, then she would need meun before she marries somebody else. Um, but that just depends on her sophistication and her maturity. After 10 years old, so we assume from 10 and up that she is mature enough to understand what's going on here. Um, and that being the case, so we, if she does get married off, um, or marry herself off, etc. So then she is considered to be married rabbinically and would need to do miun, the formal severing of that first relationship, before she could marry somebody else. Ribilezra Ezra holds Ein masa katana Klum says this whole thing, you keep on calling it marriage, but it's not a marriage at all. She's a child. A child can't get married. Those things is marriage with a child. And that being the case, although it's true he's like We'll call it marriage because we don't have a word for I'll call it foster care, whatever the story is. You know, good. She's like moved in with him. And the idea is, yeah, when she becomes a mitzvah, and they're certainly married, um, normally at, you know, the Bas mitzvah age back then, um, commonly. So the point is, good. She becomes a mitzvah, then they'll be a normal husband and wife, and that's, you know, that's, it'll, it'll work. But prior to that, no way, nothing doing. They're not married. And that being, and that's us not kid ourselves, which means, so his words exactly are, the masa katana, as a child, Accepting this marriage, whatever it is, that's, it's klum, it's nothing. Elikamafuta. Even if they, they, even if, you know, they had been intimate, it doesn't matter. That's like, he's got a girlfriend that moved in with him, but the point is the same way a girlfriend is not a wife and can run away and marry somebody else, so to this girl. And that would mean, according to Belezer, that the other occult Financial considerations, economic considerations, um, of marriage. It's not just financial. Um, becoming Tama if he's a Kohen for her, or inheriting her, or, um, having to, to, uh, to, uh, go in and, uh, ransom her, and her Masi there going to him. All this kind of stuff. So, none of that. None of that kicks in. It you was know, it's not a Asuan, not really a marriage. It's just this other kind of relationship. But the point is, it's not his wife technically, and therefore, for argument's sake, if he's a Kohen, he couldn't um, become tummy because of her, and therefore the Mishnah gives the the classic litmus test here from Berlizzar, who says Bas Israel a Kohen, if the girl had been from a non Cohen family, and she marries this guy and this guy is a Kohen, But Truma. They're not really married. And that being the case, even though she lives in the house with him, but she cannot eat Truma because she's not his wife. And similarly, Bas Kohen the um even like the bigger Chedesh, if she was a Bas Kohen. So it means her father was a Kohen. Father leaves her as an orphan. She, quote-unquote, marries this guy. This guy is not a Kohen. She's living with him. Still, she's not considered to be married to him at all, meaning she could even eat truma. She's still part of the other household, if you will, not, not a marriage. And that being the case, she could eat truma. That's, of course, a very big Hidish because of what we've said in the past. But the point is, that's really her shita. Okay. Um, worth noting, the Gemara brings the shita of Rabbi Yeshua, who says no. Rabbi Yeshua holds that it is a marriage. Like uh, in the conventional sense, I mean, it's a rabbinic marriage, not a conventional marriage. But in terms of all the rights and obligations that go along with a marriage, um, including becoming a tombine, Truman and so on, all do kick in um for this quote unquote rabbinic marriage as well.